You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, I'm Bill's defensive end Greg Russo, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills! Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. The Buffalo Bills defeat the Kansas City Chiefs 38-20 in Arrowhead on primetime television. Tonight, we are recapping this victory on Another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate, and we're discussing this Bills victory. We're going to give uh, go over our thoughts on the game, some stats of the game, our sweet, sassy, molassy plays of the game, and as always, our wall of famers and wall of shamers with maybe we'll see we'll see if we get some help from our followers on Twitter. Uh, it's kind of late. We'll see. Uh, see how many we get through and we'll see how the conversation goes so uh we're also going to do our weekly podcast giveaway at the very end but first i'm joined by my co-hosts john and mike and fellas this was a statement win this was a changing of the guard (laughs) or whatever uh type of euphemism you want to use um this was a huge win for the buffalo bills to finally beat the kansas city chiefs because in my opinion in order to be the best you have to beat the best and the bills uh weren't even close to beating the Chiefs either time last season, either in the regular season or in the AFC Championship. Uh, this team just looked different, uh, and they just looked uh, so much better. They look, they were so good tonight that even the refs couldn't stop the Bills from winning tonight. So uh, great game for the Buffalo Bills. Um, John, I'm going to go uh, start off with you first. Uh, obviously a great win. Uh, the Bills are now 4-2. and two. Or four and one, sorry. Uh, the Chiefs are two and three and struggling, struggling uh, to do anything. Uh, the Bills stopped them defensively, uh, offensively. The Bills had their way with the uh, the, the Chiefs' defense. Um, man, just I mean, how are you feeling? First off, how are you feeling right now? Are you are you are you getting ready to to for the Super Bowl parade or what? Yeah, this is this is super exciting. To quote the mediocre Chris Collinsworth power shift in the AFC um, that one of the few things he got right on this game it's like the bills had a great game plan and it was well executed and like, I, I can't see them losing another game after this. Like it like everything went so far. They didn't even have Milano playing like all these other things that so it was raining. They had the delay. Um, like I just so excited. I can't even, I'm just totally speechless right now. John, you're falling asleep. It sounds like 
That rain delay hurt you, man. Did it hurt me? It hurt me. <laughs> that rain delay was like, do I even stay up for the rest of this game? No, I was going to stay up. But well, man. Nate, Nate couldn't even move from it from his spot on the carpet. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tweeted this out. I didn't think anyone would retweet it, but it was like, yeah. I was like, I can't. I was like, I've been, I've been pacing around the, the, the room, and they haven't been doing well. I sit down in one spot in like the corner, right in the corner of the couch, right on the carpet, and then they start winning. They start doing amazing, and then I said, oh, I guess I can't leave. And everyone basically was like, No, the hell you can't leave. You're sitting there the entire game. I'm like, All right, well, this is what's going to happen. Um, spoiler alert: I did not stay there the entire game. I did have to get up at one point during the weather delay, so um, I had to. Yeah, it was it's a, it's a it was a long weather. It was a long game. It was a long game. It was a fun game for sure, and it's great to talk about a win. But man, Mike, how are you doing? Are you falling asleep? I'm doing great. It was a statement win for the Bills. Um, Thirty-eight twenty. I'm still pinching myself. Yeah, yeah. This felt. Uh, I mean, Mike John John mentioned Chris Collinsworth, and oh, uh, was, what an insufferable bore, just intolerable. Like you have to almost turn off. I, I, this time I didn't. I should have because of the the rain delay, the weather. You wanted to keep hearing the updates, um, but a lot of times, like I'll t- turn off the announcers and put on like the local broadcast. You hear the roar of the crowd. You hear an announcer who's cheering for the Bills, who shares your sentiments. Um, and I think a lot of times that's a lot better. But Chris Collinsworth, like it's a prime time marquee matchup, like. You'd think there'd be better people in America to <laughs> to call the game. So, I don't know if you felt this way, John and Mike, but like, um, I've never hated Chris Collinsworth before before tonight, and um, it's just the way that he was just ball washing the Chiefs and just like, oh, I can't believe like everything that happened for the Chiefs was amazing, and everything that happened against the chiefs was like, how could this happen? Like towards the end, they're like, how could you call that penalty? And it'd be like, yeah. Cause, cause that, ha- that actually happened to Josh Allen. He was, there was a roughing the passer call. He tried to drive him into the ground and that's why they called it. That should have been called. And then the other one where like, you know, Patrick Mahomes barely got tackled by Ed Oliver. And they're like, Oh, well you gotta call that. That's obviously good. It's obviously a roughing the passer call. Like, the hell it is like where is the non-bias in this radio call like i don't know just just the ways that they weren't replaying the obvious holds that were happening on the bills defensive line and not even pointing out like that one hold on on mitch where supposedly mitch morse held one of the defensive linemen that that brought back a, a big play and i'm like where's the hold on this like they're like, well, you can't do that. You can't grab him into the pads. It's like, Chris, you just said like a half hour ago that the best way to hold a player is to grab him by the pads and not the jersey. And that's just what he freaking did. Like, we're, you're, you're just now you're just a, a hypocrite because you just went against what you just said. Yeah, certainly painful that way? to listen to at times. No, no question. All right, all right. I'm done. I'm done complaining about Chris Collinsworth and uh, if, Al. If Michael. you feel that way about uh, Collinsworth, I want to hear what you say about the refs. Oh, well, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay. 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 Um, like we said, we've, we've said this before on the podcast. This isn't new. Sometimes the Buffalo bills have to play two opponents. And this week was like that. They played not only the Kansas city chiefs, but they played the referees and it was just, I mean, luckily, thank goodness the bills are that good 
that they can beat both both uh, opponents. Um, and they did it convincingly, 30, 38 to 20. So it wasn't even really that close. The Bills uh, were only losing one point during the game, and then they quickly uh, went back on top, top and they never looked back. But as a Bills fan, you <laughs> you never look at any point in the game and be like, we got this. Like, there's 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 no way the Bills are are going to give this up, give this uh, lead up because you're a Bills fan. All right. <clears throat> Let's go into our stats of the game. Stats of the game. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So you're telling me there's a chance. Well, people can come up with statistics to prove anything, Kent. 40% of all people know that. Our stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, on the Bills side of the ball, Josh Allen. Have a, oh, real quick, let's do a, a, another fire emoji rating of Josh Allen's night tonight. Um, I'll start off with Mike this time. Mike, out of five fire emojis, how did Josh Allen perform, in your opinion? Five. five, three, five touchdown pa- three touchdown passes ran for another one, Nate. That's a good one. John, five, five fire emojis. I agree with Mike. Yep. Yep. I'm going six fire emojis today. Wait, I think you said out of five. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm like the refs in the game. I'm just bending the rules to however I want it. However, I want the outcome to, uh, to proceed. No. Yeah. Five fire emojis. Obviously Josh Allen on a national stage, 15 for 26, 315 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, zero interceptions, another rushing touchdown, like Mike said. Um, just an all-out great game for Josh Allen. He looked apart. Um, he didn't look stifled at all by the Chiefs defense like he did last season. I mean, there's just really – you always wonder with the bright lights, and I think you know we're starting to wonder less and less, like, is it going to affect Josh? We'll see how he looks um, You know, when, when the cameras are on and he's on primetime television. Is he going to embrace it, or is he going to turtle and – and I don't know if we ever have to worry about that now because he just he had a he had a great game on prime time against a prime time opponent. Josh Allen was also the leading rusher for the Bills, not only the leading passer, the leading rusher. Eleven carries for fifty nine yards in the one touchdown we mentioned, five point four yards per carry. Zach Moss, the next leading rusher, eleven carries for thirty seven yards, three point four yards per carry. Devin Singletary only six carries for twenty five yards, four point two yards per carry. Bill's leading receiver, Dawson, the Juggernox. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch! Three receptions on four targets, 117 yards, one touchdown. Dawson Knox clearly making uh, a statement to be one of the best tight ends in the NFL at this moment through uh, five weeks of football. Stephon Diggs, the next leading receiver, two receptions on five targets for 69 yards. I think most of it came on that 61-yard pass uh, where uh, he just caught the ball, looked around like, oh, my God, like I actually caught that or like I thought I was going to get tackled right away or I can't believe what's going on, and then he just got tackled. That was a touchdown, right? Did he not see the defender and think he was all alone? That was a little weird. I was going to ask you guys about that because he caught it. And he like looked left, looked right, and then like kind of stumbled. Yeah, it was weird. I think the foot, his footing was off from the catch. I think because he had to almost go back a slightly for the ball. 
I think if it was thrown slightly better, which is, you know, such a long pass, it's hard to say, but maybe he could have caught it better in stride. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So there's a way he had to position his body, kind of threw him off, and then he wasn't ready to uh, to run with it after. But yeah, it looked like a touchdown. It looked like he could have just like moonwalked into the end zone. And I think they only ended up getting a field goal on that drive too. So yeah, <laughs> funny. Good point. Zach Moss, the next leading receiver, three receptions on four targets for 55 yards. So a great game from Zach Moss. And uh, Manuel Sanders, Manny Hands, three receptions on five targets for 54 yards in two touchdowns. On the defensive side of the ball, we had two fumble recoveries from Tredavious White and Andre Smith. Trey White at the end of the game on the Patrick Patrick Mahomes uh, botch snap. And then Andre Smith with that fumble recovery. Uh, for uh, when Saran Neal punched it out in the uh, first quarter on the kickoff return. Micah Hyde had the interception, uh, the interception for 26 yards and a touchdown. So first, first taint that we've seen since last year, since last postseason. Um, I didn't know that we were going to see a taint this soon. You always kind of hope that you see a good taint. Um, any taint, any taint is a good taint. I don't know why I ever mentioned a taint being good. When you see a taint, it is a great. It's a great day. It's a good game. Um, good all around. Uh, it's called a pick six. Uh, it's called a perineum. <laughs> Agree to disagree, guys. <laughs> Mike, Mike, in your opinion, how many how many fire emojis would you give that taint if you were to to rate it? I mean, I mean, every fire, every taint is at least four fire emojis. I feel. Was that one five? Was that one five? Because that may have been like the Gettysburg of the game as well. <laughs> it was. It was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> How many zucchini emojis or eggplant emojis would you give that date? Uh, well, I mean, we, there's a lot of parallels, right? Like the perineum, it's like maintains the integrity of the of the tissue. I mean, how to, what, what? Of the tissue around? <laughs> yeah, the, the like the pelvic floor, right? And this, I think that taint maintained the integrity of the game because it was iffy at that point, especially if you were listening to Collinsworth. It was like, <laughs> oh, you felt like the Chiefs were up by 10. But that that really sealed it for the Bills. Dude, Collinsworth is like, okay, I'm going to go off on Collinsworth again. At one point before the end of the third quarter, he's like, oh, the Bills have got this. When they're looking at the, you know, like like John mentioned, a power shift in the AFC, they're looking at their opponents. Like, Chris, we're not even done with the third quarter, and you're just going to hand us the crown. It's like, what are you doing? Do you hate us? Do you love us? They're like, what, what are you just riding this wave of emotion? And like, figure out where you're at or just maintain a level, like, steady head he's just like oh the bills are when when they win this one in kansas city it's a pretty big deal like and of course as a bills fan i'm thinking you're jinxing us you're jinxing us by saying this just like every time when they're like oh tyler bass hasn't missed uh any hasn't missed a field goal ever within 30 yards you're like well this is going to be the time then after you mention it so micah hyde with that one taint uh touchdown after interception Greg Rousseau had the uh, interception, which was cool to see. What a great batted pass by Greg Rousseau. Um, and then to catch it, he also had a sack on the day. Greg, oh man, Rousseau, Groot. Well, that's just as fascinating as the first 89 times you told me that. Groot is crushing it. He crushed it tonight on national TV. That was great to see. Boogie Basham had a half sack. Jerry Hughes had a half sack. 
Um, great effort all around by the defense to limit Patrick Mahomes to only and the Chiefs offense to only 20 points. Patrick Mahomes tonight, 33 for 54, 272 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Just like the Bills, uh, Patrick Mahomes was also the leading rusher for his team. Eight carries for 61 yards, 7.6 yards per carry. Dude, I, you know what pisses me off about Patrick Mahomes, too, is every time he runs and, like, even when he doesn't slide, he'll get hit. And he's just like, whoa, what the hell? Just throws his arms up immediately as if he should get, like, the Brady treatment. And the guy's been in the league for, what, three or four years? Like, even every, when- player, every player does that. They, every player should take a flag. Every time I agree with Nate. Good, every time I noticed it pass. more tonight. Every time there's a good play, receiver play. puts his arm up in the air. Receiver's different. They all do that, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Just like every single like DB that gets past interference is like, what? Like, holds his hands up, like, what? Can you believe this? None of them have ever been like, yeah, that's, that's, that was, I, I grabbed him. <laughs> this is, it's bad, right, Mike? It felt like his whining on, is what got, got the flag on the Ed, Ed Oliver play. Yeah. He probably went right up to the referee, like, right in his face, like, can you believe that? Like he hit me, right? Like, like it was just, it it was very unbecoming for, you know, a guy that's the future of the, of the league or whatever. And it just makes you appreciate because Allen doesn't do that. Allen never takes a hit and it's just like, you know, what the hell, unless it is an actual, like, you know, a roughing the passer call. Uh, he doesn't do that. It just makes me appreciate Allen that much more for sure. He's so much easier to like than a Patrick Mahomes. Uh, then the leading receiver for the chiefs is McCole Hardman, nine receptions on 12 targets for 76 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Travis Kelsey had a touchdown, uh, Byron Pringle, whoever that is had a touchdown and that's it. All right. Stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Now let's go into, I'm not even going to do a commercial break. Would you like it if your name was like Pringle? Like wouldn't everyone, every time you hear that, don't you think of a can of chips? Oh yeah, like an amazing can of chips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if your name was like something like that, would that be good or bad? It's like Fritos. If your name was Nate Fritos, <laughs> memorable. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Positive association. Positive association. It's not negative. That's for sure. There's no. There's nothing negative about a Pringle, right? Unless you hate Pringles. I don't know. I think I'd want to like stand on my own merits. Because like want. every time I see the guy, I think like in my mind, I picture a thing of Pringles chips. Well, what stinks a is tube. he can't have he can never have another nickname that's not Pringle. Like he can't be like the Moose or whatever, because he'd be like, "Well, your name's Pringle, though. That's who you are." <laughs> you can't be like a Moose Pringle. Like you're you're Pringle, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, <laughs> you can't be the Gazelle because you're Pringle. <laughs> you know. They'd be like, yeah, but you know, like I'm really fast, like a gazelle. Like, yeah, but you're you're a can of Pringles. You pop the top off a defense. Like, that's what you are. You're gonna be, yeah, Fritos, Mm. Nate Fritos. Are Pringles even chips? Like, are they just like manufactured? Like, they just put a bunch of stuff together and stamp it to make a chip. Like, they're not actually made of potatoes, like a potato chip. John, I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Okay. John's like, I need to get to. Sleep. You know what? That's interesting. Like Pringles, Pringles are made by Procter and Gamble, and they argued that they're not chips because they'd have to pay a lot more tax if they said they were they were chips. So they said, like, no, they're not chips. They don't contain enough potatoes. <laughs> they don't contain any potatoes. <laughs> like, well, what is it made of? 
Man, everybody's nice. scamming. Every <laughs> everybody has a scam. Except us. What's our scam? We we We're, need a scam. Uh, we need a scam to take advantage of people like the Procter and Gamble <laughs> folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to work on that. If you have any suggestions, let us know. <laughs> CTWpod at gmail.com. And then uh, we'll cut you off a slice. We'll let you wet your beak. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you wet your beak only. Um, and no Pringles ideas, because that's already been taken by Procter & Gamble. Um, all right, let's go into our sweet. Oh, wait, wait. I have a couple of other stats. I forgot. Because that's what I always do. Micah Hyde uh, had the house call, pick six. That that's uh, Micah's first career interception for a touchdown. Greg Rousseau tallied his first career interception, including his college career. So he didn't have an interception in college, too, which makes sense because he's a defensive lineman. Like that usually doesn't happen. So another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Those are the stats of the game. Uh, let's go into our sweet, sassy, molassy plays of the game. Sweet sassy molassy, get out the checkbook and pay grandma for the rubdown. Our sweet sassy molassy play of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Uh, John, I'll start with you. What do you have as uh, as your sweet sassy molassy play of the game in tonight's victory? Well, Nate, there's just so many to choose from. Um, I, I did want to mention that the the Rousseau interception was fantastic, um, and as much as I wanted to include that, or the even the high pick six um in the first half uh the bills defense had a fourth down stop where the defensive line contained mahomes it looks like he he wanted to run or at least roll out of the pocket but they kept him contained the secondary was incredible on that play mahomes took like eight seconds to throw the d held strong poyer you know tipped the pass or whatever and um you know turnover and downs and that was great because i mean they, they were driving for a touchdown otherwise and um, I just th- thought that was an incredible play. And really the defense like really played like that all game. And it really kind of encapsulated the how, how, how well they played. Yeah, absolutely. That's a perfect uh, example of how the defense played all day, especially with the defensive line finally getting some pressure uh, versus the Chiefs, which they weren't able to do last season. Secondary uh, held up strong. Um, yeah, yeah. And they, and they limited Kelsey and Hill to almost really nothing uh, compared to what happened in the past, usually the Bills give up a lot of yardage to, like in the AFC Championship. I remember, I think Kelsey and Hill both had well over 100 yards, and uh, they contained both of them pretty well today, all things considered. Uh, Mike, what do you have as your sweet sassy molassy play the game? I was not counting on John selecting that one because he so frequently falls for the recency bias and picks the last play of the game, Nate. So that was actually my play as well. It was 17 10 at that point. Um, John already outlined the play, but the Bills got the ball back. It was like, I think, one quick pass to Singletary. And the very next play, they threw the long, or Allen threw the long touchdown to Knox. And that really broke the game open, that three, four play series. So that was mine, too. Yeah, that's, that's a really good one. 
<laughs> You're welcome. You're getting better at this, John. We told you to stick with it. I like how like you're getting better. John's getting better at this because he chose the one that you also liked. It couldn't have been the other way around. Maybe Mike's finally getting better. No. <laughs> Mike's like, yeah, I don't think so. It's not. Um, that's a good one. I'm going to go with the Dawson Knox 53-yard uh, touchdown pass, which was on the heels of the play that you guys just mentioned. Yeah, so it never um, would have happened without ours. Um, true, true. Um, it also would have never happened if the schedule never got released and the bills right. didn't land in Kansas city. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, I, I just like that play cause Allen's rolling out to his right. He signals Doss Knox to keep going long. And for some reason that like safety number 49, um, he just stopped covering. He's just like, nah, I'm just done. <laughs> He's like, I just not going to backpedal anymore. Maybe Josh is going to run it. Maybe I'll catch him in 30 yards. I don't get it, but whatever the case was in Dawson Knox, you know, that if this was Dawson Knox of 2020 or 2019, he drops that pass and we're just like cursing him and his family. And instead he catches it, comes down with it, walks easily into the end zone. And uh, we've yeah. always liked Dawson Knox. We yeah, were we, Dawson Knox apologists. Yes. I feel like we were. Yes. Thank you. Dawson Knox apologize. Be like, I, I we said that I, I just want to like you so much, Dawson Knox. Like, just keep catching the ball. And that's the only thing you have. I, I like don't like how you like with you. Everything's transactional, which I don't like. <laughs> like, oh, I like the good players. I don't like the shitty players. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I like I like all the. Uh, I was gonna say my example for this uh, this going the other way was like I did I never really caught on to Zay Jones. Like he never, there were so many other things to like about Dawson Knox bef besides his play on the field, just like, you know, the way he acted around Josh Allen, the way they were friends, you know, the touchdown dances, like the way he, the way he carried himself. And there was a lot to like about him. Um, and how good does Brandon Bean look right now after, uh, after uh, letting go of Jacob Hollister and keeping Dawson Knox. And we're like, well, hopefully he's the better tight end of the two. And obviously he is. So uh, hats off to Brandon Bean for making that play. So Gettysburg, do you guys want to do a quick Gettysburg? Four score and seven years ago. I don't know if we'll get a chance to do this with the uh, listeners, but if you had to pick one, get one play that changed the game, I mean, I guess, I guess you'd have to say the play that you guys said, that was the game changing play. Like that kind of swung the tide. Uh, because the bills were only up by 17 to 10 um, had that had that fourth down conversion been made. I mean, the chiefs were at the bills 32 yard line. So they score then. Then you're talking 17, 17. Instead, they stop them. The Bills score on the next drive. Um, and you know, they, they break it open by 14 points. Um, I mean, I can't think of a, another uh, Gettysburg besides that one off the top of my head, but let's, I mean, let's no, no Gettysburg. The, the bills were dominant the whole game. They're good. Didn't matter. Mm, okay. All right. Fair the, enough. The Chiefs. The Chiefs scored what the field goal to start the game on their first drive, and then the Bills scored touchdown. Never looked back. Bills were in the lead the whole game. No Gettysburg. Um, they weren't actually. Um, Levi Wallace allowed a touchdown to McCall Hardman in the first, the end of the first quarter, and the Bills were down seven to ten at that point. And then at the second quarter, the Bills scored again. Um, with a 35-yard touchdown pass to Emmanuel Sanders. So they were down 7-10. Well, be, be that as it may. Go Bills. 
Uh, we don't have time for the facts, Nate. All right. Um, it's late. Um, how can I forget the taint? I don't know why I didn't use that as my sweet sassy when I played the game. We don't get enough taints during the season that I can just all of a sudden not choose a taint as the sweet sassy when I play the game. But it wasn't the Gettysburg of the game, so I'll just honorable mention there. Now let's go into our Wall of Famers, and that was the jeez, uh, that was not only the uh, sweet sassy when plays of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago, but also the Gettysburg play of the game. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Now let's go into our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Now, who do you guys want to put on your Wall of Fame in today's victory? Wall. I started with uh, John last time. Mike, who, who's on your Wall of Fame in today's win? It's got to be Josh Allen. Five fire emoji Josh Allen for Mike. Uh, Wall of Fame. John, how about yourself? I agree. He was the whole offense. 374 total yards, four touchdowns. Josh Allen. Josh Allen for my Wall of Famer as well. But I will say, I want to give a special shout out to uh, the Bills coaching staff. Um, Leslie Frazier called a great game. The Bills defense played amazing. They didn't uh, let up, even when there were some really tough penalties called against them that probably shouldn't have been called. Um, they stayed strong mentally. Um, I want to shout out, obviously, to Brian Dable, you know, with with a great play calling for, for Josh Allen, but also Sean McDermott, man. Like, they mentioned earlier about how Sean McDermott was fired by Andy Reid at one point. So, like, I don't know, like, to be able to kind of get that monkey off his back, and I'm sure there's some sort of, like, the uh, the student has become the teacher sort of role uh, play reversal or whatever. Um, I kind of got that feeling tonight when Sean McDermott and you know, they, they enjoy each other. They, they get along with each other. They respect each other for sure, but there's gotta be some sort of thing where Andy Reed, where your, where your boss fired you, even if it's in a league where you get fired like every three or four years anyway, but to just like get back at, um, a guy that won a super bowl, a guy that went to it, went to it last year. Um, and yeah, just to kind of say, Hey, Hey, you know, tides turned a little bit, buddy, Andy. So shout out to those guys. What about wall of shame? Who are you going to put on your wall of shame in today's victory? Shame, shame, shame. John, is there anyone else? I think, I think you're going to pick the right one. Oh, it's the refs, obviously. Um, starting from the beginning of the game, the, the holding calls were only going one way when it was obvious. Rousseau kept getting held and other players, um, you have the 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 roughing call uh, with Mahomes. Even even the one on Allen, it, that was they didn't necessarily really have to call that. Like I could see some of the calls going both ways, but a lot of them were going against the Bills. Um, it, it was bad. I mean, even at the end of the game, they they threw a flag just to throw a flag and pick it up and say, "Oh yeah, we're not going to call penalty on that one." Wait, like, wait, wait, we just got a message from upstairs. We were supposed to throw a flag, but we weren't told what, so we got to pick it back up. <laughs> I, I I showed up an image on Twitter of, like, Roger Goodell calling down to the office to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this game's getting way too close. You have to call some BS co- calls on. How about a BS uh, roughing the passer call on the Bills? That sounds good. Let's do that. Um, and the, the pass interference with Trey White and Chris Kelsey, like, pretty sure Chris Kelsey was pulling him down. 
to make it look like he was tackling Kelsey. Oh, we didn't talk about that one. That one was was egregious. Yeah, that one was like, and Chris Collins was like, oh, you have to call that. I mean, you have to call that. He tackled him. Like, that ball wasn't even catchable, was it, John? It was out of bounds, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, even that, yeah. It and wasn't he, catchable. It wasn't catchable. Kelsey just, he either fell down or he wasn't pushed down. It didn't appear. And then he almost like he dragged down Trey White with him. Um, so, obviously, you can tell from the way that I'm agreeing with John, um, the refs are on my wall of fame, or wall of shame, rather. Uh, for today's victory. Uh, Mike, are you in agreement? Is it three for three? Um, uh, I think I'm going to go with the production crew. Like the Bills, we always talk about how they're coming together. We love, like, they're always doing stunts on the sidelines. Like, interesting things that we would like to see. Whereas every time I looked away down on my phone and then looked back up, I was met with the just Travis Kelsey's face looking up at the jumbotron, like his mouth is agape, like he's just dead eyes, blank facial. St- like, what are you doing? Like over and over and over again. And I, I guess I can't even blame him. It's just, why are they constantly showing him? Yeah. Why aren't they constantly showing uh, Josh Allen? Why aren't they constantly showing Stefan Diggs? Yeah. Production. That's a good point. Like, like even during like the rain delay, like I get that you run out of stuff to talk about eventually. But peanut butter jelly sandwiches, I mean, like they couldn't come up with something better than that. These are the best of the best, and this is what they give us. And sure, of course, you know, there's one guy I can't remember if it was Tariko. He was like, "Oh, I got a nut allergy." But like, no one was asking you, okay? All right, nut allergy guy. You know, this is like. <laughs> Like, just be like, oh, well, you know, I don't really know. Or just make up something. God, it would just just improvise. Just No one's going to fact check and be like, oh, actually, Mike, I heard that you had another allergy. No one cares. Like, uh, Drew Brees is trying to have fun with it. He's like, oh, you know, uh, strawberry. the real question is strawberry or grape. <laughs> actually, I have another I thought, allergy. God. I thought Brees was pretty decent uh, in that role. Yeah, Nate. I love Brees. I, that's what I meant. Brees was no, trying to. I mean, to like, make- overall, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. I, I thought it was. I thought he did, did well. Oh, yeah, Breeze is the best. I, I, I don't think I've seen him yet on a podcast. So. That was better than Rodney Harrison. <laughs> so Harrison picked the Bills, too, I think, right? Didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Oh, well, now he's just doing it because he wants to be right. <laughs> like, he can't get no credit for that. No credit for trying to be right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Wall of, uh, Wall of Shame, the refs, um, production crew. Uh, Chris Collinsworth, Al Michaels. I mean, what else do you want to say? I always, I always thought I liked Al Michaels until tonight, and I'll probably be like, I'll watch him next month, Sunday night, and I'll be fine with them until the Bills play again on Sunday night. Ah, uh, Michaels is good. He's just not. He's just not always paired with the right guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's read some of our uh, uh, Wall of Famers, Wall of Shamers. Let me say one thing about. Uh, I don't know if we'll circle back around, but. Josh Allen with the signature play, I thought hurdling again was a really co- like. Um, we certainly hope he and he might be there now, like at Mahomes level or Aaron Rodgers MVP candidate, right? Like player player of the AFC, player of the week, player of the month. So he, he's there, but but some some players it's like their legend grows on just a like it hinges on just a couple of plays. Like Jeter comes to mind, like the right home run in October. Um, the flip play t- 
to get the out at home, right? Like there's just a couple plays that are shown over and over and over again. And like plays like that, like maybe it's national primetime game. Maybe we lost some folks who had to go to bed on the East coast, right? If you're not a bills fan or a Chiefs fan, but like, that's a play that will make the highlights at the end of the year. Like you'll, you'll see that again, like that will help Allen. That was cool play. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, you, you said that really well. It's We didn't get even get a chance to talk about that, but um, he cleared him completely. Like, the guy didn't get a hand on him, and he just ran over him. Like, you don't see that from any quarterbacks that I think I can remember. I mean, it's definitely not a Patrick Mahomes-like play, um, just putting his body out there. I mean, we were talking earlier about Patrick Mahomes wanting a call every time he gets hit, whereas, like, Josh Allen kind of um, – welcomes punishment welcomes contact um in some way shape or form but it's gotten much smarter too right like that was a a third down run that you needed whereas other times you saw him slide Mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely the intelligence the i the football iq of josh allen has gotten better and better as uh as his career's gone on all right so some of our followers on twitter which we're very uh we've made a milestone just during the game, we have 10,000 followers now on Twitter. So thank you to everyone who follows us, who has followed us, who's ever liked a tweet of ours, whoever retweeted a tweet of ours or something, a meme or whatever, some sort of statement, um, some joke, something about a taint or uh juggernauts or third and coal or whatever. We appreciate every one of you. If you are on Twitter and you follow us, uh, just send me a message or tweet at us. Hey, follow me back. If you're a listener, I only want to follow listeners back from now on. Um, so if you're a listener, just let me know, either through DM or tweet, and I will follow you back. Um, yeah. And if you're wondering, like, oh, why, why would I care if you follow me back? It's like I've uh, I've I've seen tweets from f- people that you know we follow to other listeners, and you know they might have one or two likes after an hour or two, and then I'll retweet it, and all of a sudden you have a hundred likes. It's kind of the cool. Uh, ability that we have, you know, with now having almost 10, you know, 10,000 followers. So, um, it's a cool way to get your name out. Maybe you'll get more followers and, uh, yeah, again, appreciate you all you guys following Emmett 21 writes. He actually wrote before, um, I put out the tweet is every single game. I, I tweet out who's a, who or what is on your wall of fame and wall of shame in today's winter loss. And Emmett 21 wrote to me before I even posted it. He said, I can't wait. I'm too excited. Wall of Fame, the entire defense, Juggernauts, Sanders, Moss, and Josh. Wall of Shame, the officiating crew, Chris Collinsworth, and the Gettysburg, the coin toss. It was over from there. <laughs> Cheering from afar, writes Wall of Fame, Air Allen, Hyde, Knox, and Groot. Wall of Shame, the weather delay. Yeah, we forgot the weather delay. I mean, it mentions the Wall of Shame for sure. Us having to do this at one thirty in the morning instead of uh, instead of uh, eleven thirty at the morning or eleven thirty at night, like I wanted. <laughs> at this point, it's like we might as well just stay up and go to work in a couple hours. Uh, well, Shane, the weather delay—it's almost six a.m. for fuck's sake. The cheating ass biased refs, that blinkered dumbass Collinsworth, special teams blocking another kickoff out of bounds, and Matt crap punts. Sign up at Brother Bill. <laughs> 716. <laughs> nice. I think Brother Bill should be our punter from now on. I didn't hate all those things. They weren't great, but I get it. You're, you need to put something in there for sure. Andrew C. writes, Wall of Fame, the Bills, 
top to bottom, a great win. Knox and Sanders, 100. Wall of shame, commentators, holy bias. If Mahomes got pile-drived into the ground, the NFL would explode. <laughs> Bills fan UK writes, a couple of UK fans right, uh, are already in. The Wall of Fame, he writes, Alan Sanders knocks the entire defense. Wall of shame. The announcers were beyond biased along with the refs. Rain delay for making it impossible for Europeans to get sleep before work. Well, whose fault is that that you were born in Europe, right? Uh, obviously joking. Attractive nuisance writes. She says Josh Allen's deep balls are on the wall of fame. Um, Non-calls on the Chiefs' blatantly dirty play is on the wall of shame. I don't know exactly which one she's talking about, Chiefs' blatantly dirty play. I just know a lot of plays uh, went against the Bills on that one. Jared Scroggs, J. Scroggs 10 writes, Wall of Fame, Groot, Knox, and Nate's floor. <laughs> He's obviously referring to my floor, which I sat on for the majority of the game. Uh, crisscross applesauce. Wall of shame, the refs, Collinsworth, Mahomes commercials all night long. Speaking of commercials, dude, if if Baker Mayfield doesn't have a good career, I'm okay with it. His commercial career is almost unparalleled to maybe like Peyton Manning or Brett Favre, man. He has, he has probably the best commercials on TV of any professional athlete. The best commercials? Yeah, yeah. I love uh, Baker Mayfield commercials. You don't like them? The ones where he's like sitting in the stadium pretending he lives there? Yeah, yeah, I I am a huge fan of those. You don't like them? No. What about giving out the 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 candy and he's like putting nachos in the the kids' bags and then he squirts out the nacho sauce right in there? You don't like that? What no. about the, where he's watering the plants out front and he's like <laughs> gossiping with the other two ladies? It's a little better. <laughs> they're talking about like Karen or whoever. And then she walks by and they're like, "Oh hey, hey!" Like you know what? She's not that bad. Yeah, I kind of like her. <laughs> John. So, John, deciding one. I need to go with Mike on this one. Oh, really? As long as you guys both like. They, uh, they stop. Uh, like, they're missing an extra level. It's very surface obvious. Oh, maybe that's the type of humor I'm into. Like, they're very superficial, <laughs> like the, the elementary school level humor. You're like, yeah, that's what I've always thought about you, actually. The um, best ones currently are the Are You Becoming Your Parents? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Well, I meant of all professional athletes. Like, there's no professional athletes in that one. Are you becoming new parents? <laughs> Who wants to open up a PDF? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, scoop, there it is, is a, is, a, is a fan favorite of my house. Instead of whoop, there it is, scoop, there mm -hmm. it is, when they're making some ice cream in the... Geico? Geico. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who does them. I just remember. <laughs> scoop. Chocolata, chocolate. All right. Um, Do any of these tweets, are they insightful or funny or? I'm Sick burn. <laughs> well, I mean, we everyone's wall of shame is the same stuff. I know. Okay, sure. okay. Chris Collins Listen were. this one. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, Was that Lethal Weapon 4? Joe Pesci. Yes. Yes, it was. They should do a Lethal Weapon five, six. <laughs> five. They're all retired now in the in the police force. It would literally <laughs> be post retirement. They'd have to come out of retirement 
go back into the police force to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to arrest some bad guys. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar Donnybrook writes, Wall of Fame, great game all around, a few mistakes here and there, but that was the measuring stick game that they outperformed Casey in all three phases. Wall of Shame, the bias from the booth. Holy hell, I had to put my TV on and off mute at least 20 times. Bryce Erdwine writes, Wall of Fame, the defense for hanging with the Chiefs offense, even while missing Milano and coaching for having the guts to continue to be consistently aggressive and steady. Well, of shame, the excessive amount of early penalties that seemed to stifle us in the beginning. I like the Matt Milano point. That was a, that was a really good one. Bill's missing Matt Milano. They kept mentioning about how the chiefs were missing, you know, their best offensive lineman and the starting corner. And it's like, well, we are missing the best linebacker or one of the best linebackers, at least. Eric Helwig writes, Wall of Fame, Leslie Frazier for adjusting away from last year's soft approach defensively. Taron Johnson may be the best, maybe their best cornerback right now. Knox is an X factor. And Taron Johnson, who just got that contract extension yesterday, uh, Knox is an X factor, which is funny because someone someone tweeted at me, Taron the Taint Johnson. So that's funny. Um, t shirt still available at tpublic.com slash store slash CTW pod. Knox is an X factor. Allen is the heart of the team. The offensive line held up well. Wall of shame. Whoever makes the PB and J's. All right. Normally, I would read a lot more of these, but uh, a little bit later. It's a little bit later in the game. A little bit later in the the night. And yeah, you guys gonna stay up and go to work? There's no way, right? Like, I feel no like way. we shouldn't be referencing time because we're not doing it like contemporaneously when people listen so like if i'm listening on my way into work tomorrow i'm all jacked about this like great victory and we're all like oh it's so tired we're so late <laughs> you're like <sighs> I, i'm well rested i would I, I got up at the right time so i think you should go back and just remove all time references yeah i'm not removing any time references but yeah good point good point just, maybe, uh, couldn't you have software instead of like tonight just change it to yesterday just like control yeah, just write a, just write a script it'll yeah. go back and edit it for is you is there a soft there's is there software an algorithm that says anytime Nate mentions today yesterday okay and then like anyone that downloads this after monday it'll say sunday <laughs> sunday Perfect. october 10th 2021 <laughs> it's gold it's gold jerry well, it's Monday now, so it'd be Monday the eleventh. John, we just said, <laughs> damn it, John. Hey, John, that's another algorithm I have to write before I before I go to work today. You got this. Uh, uh, thank you, you just guys. Double the for, workload. <laughs> thank you guys all for writing into our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. That segment brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Not going to go over the uh, the. Um, standings in our pick'em league i'm sure i'm doing the worst out of the three of us john's probably crushing mike and i and mike somewhere in the middle doing okay maybe john john maybe if you do well enough and you end up winning this contest you win first prize and you get to come on this podcast and help co-host it for once <laughs> that'd be nice can't wait <laughs> i thought that'd be nice uh we're going to give away uh at oliver jersey and then a couple of t public shirts so gonna give out three winners we have bill's LQBC, I believe that stands for Bills Loser QB Club. 
Bills LQBC on Twitter. Uh, Beanie Rico. Beanie Rico is another winner. And the third winner is at Hollis Erica. At Hollis Erica. Erica with a K. Not sure that that matters. I'm sure there's probably not a lot of Hollis Erica's with a C, but um, you guys win. The first one to get back to me uh, wins the Ed Oliver jersey. I'll send it over to you. And uh, the other ones will win the T Public shirt or whatever you want first. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, obviously, didn't have a ton of sound bites in this one, but uh, a lot of good things. This is a great time to be a Buffalo Bills fan. Wait, Bills are you're not doing the sound bites? I mean, yeah, I'm totally doing all of them. Yeah. We should have yeah. been doing them in real time. Like back in the day, we used to like <laughs> sit around a, a speaker and a microphone. <laughs> like, Maybe. okay, which one of us can do the best uh, Doc Brown impression? <laughs> That's I what, always like the, the Family Guy injury one. That was good. Yeah, that was a good one for the injury injury updates. Yeah. And the Monty Python Holy Grail. He's like, your arm's off. It's getting better. <laughs> yeah, the real sound lights were so much better than us trying to, uh, or me trying to do them back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, what would be a good sound bite to lead this off? Is there something where it's like, yes, yes, yes. Um, that scene in Jerry Maguire <laughs> in the beginning. Um, I've talked about that scene. You're like, oh, you shouldn't have seen uh um, an inappropriate scene with your parents. That was the first one I ever saw with my parents. Oh, I wasn't thinking like that. You weren't thinking, thinking like a, a Will Ferrell like intimate way. Oh yes. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, like oh, this is the greatest cup of coffee in the world, or something like that. Um, I wasn't thinking of it. And I know, I know. That's that way. where I went to at this time of night. Yeah. Um, or I mean, this time of day yesterday, <laughs> Sunday, October tenth. That's, that's three algorithms now, <laughs> man. It's Monday. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even know how to write an it's algorithm? Like, I barely Do you know, know what, what it, an algorithm no, is. No, I don't. I don't. I just say something sometimes so you guys think I'm smart. <laughs> like algorithm. Um, Doc Brown. Um, you know, it would be funny if it was like that TikTok voice where you'd be like, Sunday, October 10th, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> in my voice or your voice instead. All right, we're getting off the rails. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Mike, I feel like you have more you want to say, and I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you the floor right now. No, whatever, man. I was just talking, and you <laughs> keep saying, oh, got to go. Like, 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 <laughs> no, I don't want this to end. Mike doesn't want this to end. Okay. All right. I got to go, guys. That's, <laughs> I do have to go. <laughs> so that's why I keep saying it. I do. John. It's been a pleasure, Mike. I think you got like, it's, it's funny how humans adapt to their current situation. Like you guys don't remember for 25 years. It sucked. Now, like the chiefs were, I would say the dynasty in the league. So we should enjoy this. Oh, that's who's not enjoying. Who's not enjoying you two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all just, it just happened. Sunday night, Monday morning. <laughs> Sunday night, October 10th, <laughs> 2021. <laughs> yeah, it just happened. Yeah, I'm, 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 ex- how do you, how do you experience or how do you display pure 
happiness other than how we've done it. I don't know how else to do I'm it. I'm a little worried about John. Here, I'll tell you why. Like it, when the Bills finally win the Super Bowl and he's built it up so much in his mind. Dude, what do you do then? <laughs> what do you what do you do? What do we do with our lives when <laughs> No John, what are you gonna do? A, you go and win another one. Yeah. It's impossible to chase it forever. <laughs> it's impossible. You're gonna be even more depressed. <laughs> No, no, that's yes, not true. He is. That's not true. I've I've yes. talked to people that have like had had their team have won and it's just like it sucks to not win another one, but like they got that one in the bank at least, you know. Is that gonna are you gonna be happy then, John? No, it doesn't matter. Alan's gonna win the next ten Super Bowls. See and it's see what fantastic. we're dealing with, Nate. Oh wow, that those expectations are very tough to uh, <laughs> Very tough. No, it's not an expectation. It's what's going to happen because the Bills are creating something here with McDermott and Allen and the whole team, the whole coaching staff. They've got something really special. They're going to go for the next 10 years and they're going to win every single one. And as roster turnover inevitably happens, they're going to keep it going. Yeah. The thing about Steve Jobs, like everybody talks about him, like, oh, he he had this in- incredible belief and it was like a reality distortion field. Like he bent everything to his will. <laughs> but the thing about that, what is John? Like he could control that. <laughs> like you're trying to bend reality to, but it hasn't worked for 30 years. <laughs> no, but this so, is like, different it's now. It's totally like they, they could. Definitely do it and and win some. I just once you get to the top of the mountain, I want you to be happy. I'm happy. I'm very happy. Thank you very much for your concern. Um, I do worry (laughs) about you. (laughs) You seem overly concerned tonight, Mike. Um, Are you okay, Mike? Is this just like a projection? I'm great. You want somebody to check in on you? He's like, well, you know, I just want to check in on John. Really, Mike? I think you want you want to be checked in on and. I'm the only one that's appropriately (laughs) calibrated, I feel. Well, if you need a listening ear, we're here for you. I know, Mike. We will. We will. I mean, John will. I mean, I'm kind of busy, but like Mike. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll do the best we can for sure. Absolutely. That's Mike's go-to, too. It's like you're just projecting on me. (laughs) If you ever call him out on anything. Oh, I'm not feeling that way. (laughs) That's just the way you must feel. (laughs) Oh, man. I also like, I was just kidding around. (laughs) Why are you being so serious? (laughs) That was Mike's go-to always growing up was just like. uh, Well, if if you attacked me. (laughs) If he was ever pissed off at something. And like we were just joking around. He's just like, man, why are you being such an asshole? I'd be like, I'm not being an asshole. I was just joking. Oh, I was just joking too. (laughs) Just like throwing around. You can't say anything to that. Genius. (laughs) I remember using that on my wife when we were first dating and she's just like, you learned that from Mike and that doesn't work. on me." I'm like, ah, at first I thought you meant like her and I got into an argument and I used it. I don't remember getting into a serious. (laughs) You're like, yeah, we had that blow up. You don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Told you not to marry her. It's just like this really big thing. Uh, Man, <laughs> late night sessions at CTW. So, Mike, is there anything else you'd like to lead or uh, That's it. signing off for Mike? Go Bills. For John? Hey, Go Bills. You know, 
they're going to run the table this year. I I mean, they just beat supposedly the best team in the league, uh, but it's really the Bills that are the best team in the league. Let's go, Buffalo. Yep. I, I echo John's sentiments for me, Nate. Um, the Bills didn't even play the best game that they possibly could against uh, fighting the refs tooth and nail the entire game, and they still won handily. Uh, this is a good team. Go Bills, and we'll talk to you guys again after the Titans game. You could have echoed my sentiments as well. You just said go Bills. <laughs> yeah. Do you want them to I go? Did, I... <laughs> Buffalo, stand up. It's the mafia. <laughs> uh, it's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Yo. Uh. It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Yo. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. Yeah. Ike McKenzie on a jet sweep, maybe it's a fake. Honestly, it's a TD either way. When you got Diggs and Bees and Gabe Davis, three-headed single Terry Moss Brader. Who gon' stop us? We the greatest. Forget Mahomes, forget Kelsey, forget Hill. Come and replay us, cause we ready to bash them like Boogie. Yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody Four, we ready. Kick they buck up like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets, I'm hype up the team. Ready, Buffalo. This is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a Bill City. A Buffalo Bill City. It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Yeah. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a Bill City, it's a Bill City. Yeah, yeah, A Buffalo Bill City, Buffalo Bill City. Yeah, what? It's a Bill City, it's a Bill City. Yeah, yeah, A Buffalo Bill City, Buffalo Bill City. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Taryn Johnson with a pick six. It's just too easy. Don't pass it to Treyway. Please believe me, we got high right behind him and Poya free. Please don't run up the middle unless you wanted me to star. Greg Russo can show you what he's about. Trey Edmonds and Matt Milano can't get around him. Our team is grounded over here. Sebastian like Boogie, yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody Four. We ready. Kick they bucket like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets, I'm hype up the team. Ready, Buffalo. This is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a Bill City. Yeah. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. 
Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs> More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.